Hello, you beautiful people, and welcome to the SEO SAS podcast, where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO content executive at Holland and Barrett. And with me, I have the ever so adventurous, always smells good, flipping amazing hair. She knows her shit, and I'm so lucky to have her in my life. Hannah Bryce. SEO manager also at Holland and Barrett. Why are we called SEO SES? Well, we are your special answering service when it comes to SEO. We love debating SEO, basically anything and everything in it we love to talk about, read what's going on in the industry, invite guests to uh, talk about their experiences. Hey, we might even answer a question that you didn't even know you had or you didn't even know was an issue or you didn't even think to raise yourself. So I suppose with this podcast, it's all about together, all getting better at SEO. How are we doing, Hannah? Good, thank you. Thank you for the lovely intro. That was very, very sweet. I am, I'm, there are no words, I'm speechless and I don't know why, Um, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, so it's near Christmas and we're actually seeing each other today to drop presents off. Oh my God, we've not seen each other in the flesh for a very long time. Don't worry, we will be outdoors, two metres apart, it is going to be COVID safe everyone, but I'm so excited to see you. And then we're in the opposite direction. Run away, run away. It will be very hard not to give you a hug. I know, just so putting weird. that out there. I mean, there's still allowed to do the, this elbow malarkey, aren't you? Are you? Well, I don't know. Isn't that the thing? It's not like... two metres apart, is it? Well, isn't two elbows too... Oh, that's a very good point. So you can't do elbows, can you? Well, do you know, if you if you put your arms out to the side, like spread them as far apart as you are, that's supposed to be how tall you are, like exactly the same... Oh, yes. Yeah. So if you think I'm not two meters tall and I'm not, my elbow is not as far. Do you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Well, none of this COVID malarkey rules and regulations make sense, but this is not a, um, that kind of podcast, is it? We're an SEO podcast. We're not going to get into the government and politics and all that jazz. Um. Um, right, so um, last podcast, um, you did a quick fire with me, didn't you? Yes, and we found out that I may like wine a little bit too much. Um, <laughs> but this time I'm going to put you on the spot and I've got a Christmas themed quick fire for you. Ooh. Are you bloody ready, Hannah? I am. Okay. Does Santa exist? Yes. Worst Christmas present? Oh, one of those um, do those gift cards, like everything for all or something like that. You, you buy it from the post office and then you try and use it in Waitrose and they're like, and even despite the fact it says you can use it on John Lewis and Waitrose on the website and they're like, we don't take those in front of everybody and you've just got a whole cart full of £50 worth of stuff, which you then have to pay for because it's Waitrose and you look like an absolute idiot. 
Oh, good one. Good yeah, one. So nobody ever buy me one of those, please. They are far more hassle than they're worth. And that sounds like real first world problems, doesn't it? But honestly, that's the first thing that came into my head. Best Christmas present? Um, oh. Oh, that's so hard. What's the best Christmas present? Um, or one that you remember from last year? Uh, <laughs> now let's move on. Say ho 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 in your best Santa voice. Ho ho ho. <laughs> uh, what would be your ideal Christmas breakfast? Um, vegan panel chocolate. Very nice. Uh, are we warming that up? Oh yes. Close we are. Uh, what would your elf name be? Um. Stressy. <laughs> Sing a line from your favourite Christmas carol. Um. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a Christmas carol, it can be a so I'll do mine. Step into Christmas. Da, 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 da. <laughs> well, um, do you know the um You gotta sing it. Do you know that I'm walking in the air one? Good then. So we I do a version that's about Oswald, my cat. Good then. Um, because I say that he's a bear rather than a cat, so I sing Oswald is a bear. Go on. I can do that for you. Oswald is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Are you, know, you ever too old? Cat, but he's a bear. <laughs> how, how much more is there? Sorry. No, honestly, there's a whole thing. He pounces through the night. <laughs> he's not got little paws and he smiles <laughs> through open doors. He's a bear. <laughs> oh, I'm Christmas made. What have you done? I think we've peaked. Yeah. Podcast over. Well, he's on the bed next to me and he looked at me like, oh God, here she goes. Again. Oh God, she's singing. Are you ever too old for an advent calendar? <clears throat> no. Uh, what's overrated at Christmas time? Um, mince pies and Christmas cake. Right. Unpopular opinion. That might be for some. <laughs> Name one tradition that you have for Christmas Day. Um, well, because it's Dom's birthday, my husband's birthday, we um, we always go out for a, like a really long walk in the morning. So um, that's kind of a tradition. Um, and we like to play board games. Yes. Is that enough? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted one and you gave me more. So that is, that is bloody fantastic. So, <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, right, today, Hannah, we are going to talk about the elephant in the room. No, it's not an elephant in the room. Uh, but basically, uh, was it last week that December, uh, that December? <laughs> Get my words in my the head. Third of December. Was, third, right, so third third of december it's right in my notes as well uh so yeah so third of december um google rolled out a core update for us didn't they so that is what that is what we're going to be discussing this week and there endeth the christmas cheer (laughs) (laughs) i mean not so much a christmas present from google is it really no no not not the best so yes, on Thursday the 3rd of December, Google began rolling out their December 2020 core update. The data so far suggests that the rollout was mostly felt the following day, but as we know with these updates, they can take a couple of weeks to completely roll out and we're, we're all hoping and um, in some ways not hoping for fluctuations. 
So based on chatter in the community, this was a big update. It looks like it was even bigger than the one in May. Um, so really, really kind of them to release just before Christmas. <laughs> and um, you found a great article on Search Engine Land that looks into the core update, which is what we're going to be discussing today. Yes. So obviously in the show notes, I will um, include a link to um, the article. Uh, but the author is Barry Schwartz. Um, so yes, we all know that he he knows his stuff, doesn't he? Um, so yeah. So this art, um, this episode is all based on on that. And um, yeah. So what are the facts then? So like all core updates, this was a global one. And so sometimes we have updates that are specific to region, language, or category of websites. Um, this one was classed as a broad core update and Google releases these every few months, give or take. Um, this one took longer than usual as um, typically, very typically, some, I mean, there's no sort of uh, like structure is there, um, but normally they have, they have like a sort of three month time frame. But the last one was back in May, which is May, June, July, August, September, October, November. So it has been seven months in the waiting. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And I think the from what I've seen on Twitter, I think Google's kind of like, well, we gave you Black Friday and Cyber Monday without an update. So we, we kind of did you a favor by not releasing it just before then, which would have been catastrophic yes. for many people. Um, and now we are we can't wait any longer so we're doing it right before Christmas yes definitely definitely um so what other core updates have there been um well obviously we've said that there's been the one in May um but other updates before there was there's one in January and one in September um there was sort of chitter chatter that the um with the September one uh, most SEOs and webmasters said that um they didn't really see a big impact and they thought that one was weaker um and then there was one released in November um but this was specific to sort of local rankings yeah and I think lots of people are saying it's massive um so I think uh, Rank Ranger says that the December update showed even more changes than the May update in some areas, especially in the top three results. And the top 20 positions on Google that they tracked saw fluctuations more than double when compared with the May update. And yes. they specifically looked at the health, finance, retail and travel sectors. And the data showed fairly even fluctuation across the industries with slightly lower levels in the top three and top five for the travel sector, which um, is kind of nice, really, considering that the travel sectors have been absolutely smashed to bits this year. Yes, I think, yeah, they, they shouldn't really be um, smashed with anything else, should they? Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yes, um, SEMrush, so another SEO tool. I think we're all familiar with SEMrush. Um, and uh, they said um, they mostly felt the update on Friday the 4th of December. Uh, desktop changes were felt most in health, real estate, travel, finance, law and government. For mobile, it was health law and government, jobs and education, pets and animals and real estate. Mm. Also in the article, so Marcus Tober from Searchmetrics says, as Google announced, it's clear that this core update is still rolling out. However, we can already see some clear shifts in rankings in typical areas related to EAT and content. Pretty much the same, by the way, this is me ad-libbing, pretty much the same as most updates. Yes. EAT seems to be the, the biggest thing that Google really cares about. Um, sorry, and then carrying on, music, health, finance, news, and e-commerce were the ones that were the typical ranking areas for EAT. 
He also says it's interesting that some winners and losers from the last core update in May have gained or lost visibility, but only a few of them. Um, Spotify and Twitch, who suffered major losses with the last update, have so far not yet shown signs of recovering. But it could be that Google is carefully releasing the update in multiple iterations to test the results, or it might also, or it also might be the case, sorry, I can't read today, or it also might be the case that the impact of the update is less than other updates with respect to the holiday season. In one or two weeks, we will know more. So basically what I get from that is we, re- we think it's to do with EAT and we'll know more in a couple of weeks. Yes, basically. <laughs> um, so the, this has been a big subject in the SEO community. Um, and there's been chatter both in forums and social media. Um, and some have said that they have lost 40% of their Google organic traffic, which is a big number, isn't it? Terrific. Um, whereas other people have done well, uh, with some claiming over 150% traffic increases from Google. I think this is a key point here that when there is a um, broad core update, um, you have some websites and some industries that do really well and you have some industries that don't do so well. That's the part and parcel of this, isn't it? And that's why it's a bit scary when there's announced that there's one going to be rolled out because you're like, oh, how is this going to affect me? Yeah, and I think generally if you're doing everything right and there's white hat and uh, as well as you possibly can, you not you don't have too much to worry about. And if you're following yeah. Google's advice and really heavily focusing on EAT, it's where you know that you've not been able to get certain things done um, or you've ignored and not done things that you could get bitten in the ass for it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really interestingly, so um, there was a Citrix email that came round. If you signed up to Citrix, um, basically they did a report on it as well and had a look at sort of some of the biggest winners and losers. And Amazon seem to lose I think it was about 15% of their traffic share which is is I thought was really interesting and it makes sense in some ways because from an EAT point of view they are great for their reviews they give a lot of information but how credible is everything when it's contributed from lots of different companies not really regulated or anything like that anyway Lily Ray so SEO director at Path Interactive also did an article and it was about the thousand win sorry, the top thousand winners and losers of the December 2020 core algorithm update. And I just wanted to touch on a couple of those. So in terms of winning categories, in terms of average percentage change, accounting and taxes was top. Relocation, sorry, relocation and moving was second. Finance, third, video games and groceries. So that's kind of interesting. I think, sorry, accounting and taxes is obviously very much EAT heavy. Um, it's a uh-huh. when you're your life type thing, isn't it? As, as is finance. But then video games is obviously just incredibly popular. So maybe they're also looking at where people are spending most time and money and really hitting yeah. the hardest. I don't know. Um, the losing category is arts and entertainment. Well, that, I suppose that makes sense because people can't exactly uh-huh. go to a museum right now. Um, yeah. Natural and alternative medicine. Sam, this makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of claims out there that are aren't proven as we well know yeah yeah and unless you are heavily regulated and you you have to be because you sell products um there are some people making some outlandish claims around things that will help so especially in a time where there's a global pandemic um i think it's it's almost good in a way it's 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 sort of clamped down on that 
and that did like lads for sort of the Amazon type stuff sorry go on just to like add on to that um I was in Nottingham the other day and there was a massive board for is it Flora Send Flora, some Flora Dicks, some basically some sort of product. Um, <laughs> I'll uh, yeah, um, and there was this massive um, advertising board, and it was basically saying that it kill it it kills COVID sort of thing. And I'm like, oh, how did that's an interesting one? How did you get away with that with the Reg's point of view of say it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but anyway, yeah, that is weird. Um, <laughs> the third one was addictions, which and I suppose right. that should always be heavily regulated and have have, have a real sort of scrutiny from Google news and media was the fourth and obviously I mean we could do a whole episode on this and we probably have before but (laughs) making sure that you're putting the right stories out there putting the right information out there is crucial around the times of massive elections as well as global pandemics so you can kind of see why that's fair enough as well and the fifth one was science and education um yeah which makes sense and then sorry public safety and health was sixth which and then senior senior care was seventh which again I think both of those are really important to mention because again it's almost like they've taken the pandemic and been like okay where what's all the stuff that is not um completely credible and really focusing on that yes definitely definitely um so to round things off then um I think it's worth like talking about um how to handle core updates and Hannah please do um like chip in or if you think that I've missed anything out please do do say uh because yeah I think um there's lots of different ways that you can handle these can't you um but what I would say is monitor keyword rankings and keeping an eye keep an eye on fluctuations so after an update um things need to like calm down in the SERPs don't they because as as something is rolling out things will like go up and down um so keep a keep an eye to see things how things are going and if there's a an upward trend of you doing well or an upward trend of you doing not so well um then you know that that's going on um people often fear updates however some people do really well from them and I think the point here is when a um when a core or any algorithm update um it's it's about google rewarding websites who are doing things well um and unfortunately you like like you said if you've um not had chance to do something or you've ignored something but someone else has um do you know what i mean then yeah that's just part and parcel of this this whole process um best case scenario you'll see that things have improved um but if things stay the same then you know that like okay you haven't been massively hit if you do witness massive drops in ranking sessions take a moment to breathe people don't run around like a headless chicken don't set fire like ah uh, breathe breathe um put an action plan together prioritizing your most important keywords and pages that have been hit have a look at previous updates and educate yourself on google best practices and um yeah and find out like um so obviously um eat is always a big factor so is there anything that you're 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 not doing in that perspective but educate yourself um if there are any um big no-nos that you're doing um, do you think that's fair enough advice? You got anything else to add? Yeah, and I think as well, and this is going to be probably quite an annoying point, really. But 
just because Google says to do it doesn't mean that it's right. So sometimes if, it, if you know that actually what you've done is better for user experience and you, you're a step ahead almost, then don't worry about doing that if you know that actually it's definitely a good thing. So what I mean by that is, so before like, the Medic update came out, people were already putting authors on, on pages and making sure that their, their information was credible, that kind of thing. Not because Google said to do it, but because it shows the reader that actually the person who's written the article knows what they're talking about. So if, you, if you've got ideas and things like that that you think we should, we should give a go, just because Google hasn't mentioned that's something that you should do for EAT doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So just keep um, innovating yourself as well. Yes, definitely, definitely. And like with SEO, like there's always going to be a solution or an answer that you can find. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Right. Um, are, we ta- are we ready for the feature? Yes, why not? So um, I think we should do one of our favourite ones, you know, where uh, we come up with three facts. One of them is a lie and we want to get the, the, yeah, so we want the other person to pick the lie. That's going to be difficult because we know each other quite well. Well, let's up the stakes then. Let's really um, test ourselves. I'm ready. Do you want to go first? Right. Okay, uh, shall I go first with my facts? Yes, please. Okay, to help me think about my facts, mine are uh, musical instrument related. <laughs> Great. Are you ready? Yes. I am grade five piano, or I got to grade five in piano. Mm-hmm. I used to play the clarinet. I did an African drumming course as part of my university course because obviously I did dance and culture. The last one's a lie. Ah, did I make that too obvious? I knew those. Oh, bummels. I shouldn't really <laughs> say bummels. Um, mine is a, a semi theme. Are you ready? Semi? Yeah. <laughs> yes, go then. Not a semi. Oh, dear. <laughs> I was being a child. <laughs> oh God! Microphone fell over. Right. Okay. Number one. I used to have a fish named Sybil, and when he died, I did a little funeral in the garden for him. I once dived into a stagnant pond to save a duck who had his wing caught. If Oswald goes to sleep on the bed at our bedtime, I make sure me or Dom lie around him, even if it's uncomfortable, rather than make him move. Ah, uh, um, right. So, which one? Right, the Oswald one is real because I can imagine he does that, and you guys accommodate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you? Which did I mean? You love animals, so I could see you going into some stagnant water to save a duck. Um, but I mean, uh, okay, I'm going to say the funeral is the lie i'm gonna say that you were heroic and <laughs> saved a duck that, well no it wasn't I, there was never a duck who had his wing caught so it's not that i left him and didn't dive into the pond it's just i made that up completely um and the fish that was called sybil who died and i had a funeral in the garden i think i was about seven um yeah it was my first pet oh well, so don't try and log into my bank account now and use the name sybil because that's always <laughs> one of those questions isn't it what was the name yeah of the pet? 
I just had a dog like, at the same time, so don't even try it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet everyone's worried now about their passwords, aren't they? <laughs> but, but yeah, well, you won that feature, didn't you? Thank you. It feels good to win something today. Oh, Hannah, that's a bit defeatist. Are you not feeling that you're winning at life? Um, shall I just say it in a different way? Oh, it feels great to win something today. There we go. Some okay. positivity, you know. Uh, right. If you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter. So the podcast is SEO underscore SAS. Uh, we're personally on Twitter. Hannah is SEO SAS Hannah. I am Sarah MCD UK. If you want to remember that, it's Sarah McDook. Both on LinkedIn. Um, email address, Hannah. Hello at seosespodcast.com. Is there anything else that we need to ask? Um, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review, it'd be a really nice Christmas present. Oh, that would be flipping fabulous. Um, and yes, subscribe as well. That would be wonderful. Um, subscribe and review, please. And have a wonderful Christmas. Yes, because this will probably be, um, I can't see a calendar, can I? Um, but this will might be the one before Christmas. Um, yeah, so if it is, have a fabulous one. Be festive, guys. Stay safe. Um, and, yeah, um, have a good one. Yeah. Toodle pit. <laughs> Toodle pit.